Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. John 20, 28 Welcome to Canaanbaum Podcast, a podcast designed to offer the Christian rest during life's journey. This podcast is a compilation of resources shared by those who support the teaching of the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod, The Wells. This is episode number 145. We'll begin with the peace devotion, Evidence for Thomas. Did Jesus really rise from the dead? Probably the most famous doubter of the resurrection is Thomas. On that first Easter Sunday, when Jesus appeared to his disciples, Thomas wasn't there. A week later, Jesus appeared to the disciples again. This time, Thomas was there. Thomas has insisted that unless he saw Jesus, unless he could touch him, unless he could put his finger in the nail holes and thrust his hand into the side, he wouldn't believe that Jesus had really risen from the dead. So Jesus came to Thomas, showed him his hands and his side, and told him to stop doubting and believe. Thomas responded, My Lord and my God. Jesus had given Thomas the evidence he needed to know for sure that Jesus really had risen from the dead. That evidence is recorded for you and me. God doesn't want you to doubt that Jesus really rose from the dead because everything we believe hinges on his resurrection. Peace devotions are part of the ministry of the Evangelical Lutheran Synod, the ELS. You can listen to these at peacedevotions.com. Up next, a song by Koine, Never Alone. This song is from their international youth rally music. There's no one around who hears me, who understands, understands. But then I hear you say, My name is Jesus. I'll help to see you through. My name is Jesus. And I have promised you.
When I feel like I am falling, open up my eyes to trust in you. Even when you're blinded, you cannot see. Koine has recently put out a new website with resources for churches and musicians. Visit koineworshipmedia.com. Here's a devotion shared by Pastor Mark Falk from 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 4 to 5. It's read by Scott Moshurg. Avoiding the flood of dissipation from 1 Peter 4, verses 4 to 6. They think it strange that you do not plunge with them into the same flood of dissipation, and they heap abuse on you. But they will have to give account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this is the reason the gospel is preached even to those who are now dead, so that they might be judged according to men in regard to the body, but live according to God in regard to the spirit. The word of the Lord. Dissipation, defined as, number one, dissipated living. Number two, the squandering of money, energy, or resources. Immediately an image comes to mind, a trailer for a movie about the doors, or names such as Janis Joplin, Marilyn Monroe, many others. And then we give thanks if God, by His grace, has preserved us from the culture of drugs, sex, and booze that has absorbed and destroyed so many in our land since the so-called liberation of the 60s. Dissipation is not a good thing. Nor is it new. Every evil that we observe around us is as old as the fall. Since the dissipated life ends in the squandering of everything that is good and lasting, and since it leads to a very short meeting with a very angry God at the time of death and judgment, how can the world think Peter's readers and the undissipated lives of Christians today to be so strange? 
The world is frankly judged by truly Christian lives when they see how different they are from the norm. We are not the judge who will declare their fate, but they can see that some people actually lead the straight life. A popular country song has the refrain, I can sleep when I die. In our middle and old ages, we may envy a nightly race with the train as we try to get home before the wife notices. In reality, it's a bankrupt life. We are truly blessed if we have been led by God into the straight life. But there are so many who think the housewife with four little ones tugging at her apron or the man trudging off to the nine-to-five world to be fools of the worst sort. Don't they get it? We can sleep when we die. But that is precisely the worst part of this. The Bible is clear. There is no rest for the wicked. Death is not a respite for unbelievers. Death is the beginning of endless pain and suffering. You don't get to sleep when you die unless you sleep in Jesus. God forgive us for our past or even present dissipation. God focus us on the Savior who spent his life not in dissipation, but in the fruitful pouring out of his drink offering of blood on the cross. God keep us from yearning for the so-called freedom of sin. And most of all, God, thank you for preserving us in the world of people who think us strange as we live the most free, blessed, and future-oriented life of all, a life wrapped up in the risen Savior, with whom we have the sure hope of living forever. Dissipators, the dead of the past, the living ones who call us to join them in the present age, and those yet born— will be judged. God's people in Christ will live. So avoid the siren song of dissipation. It will drain you of all that is good and endanger your soul forever. Live in Christ. He couldn't do it. He just couldn't leave the house. How could he face another day? It was too much after his wife had died. He had watched her suffer slowly as the cancer conquered her body. Now it was over. But the grief wasn't. The lingering pain of loss hung over him. Every bit of his soul cried out in frustration and anger over what his wife faced. Today he was just done. Done with dealing with it all. It felt as if the devil had won the day. But then he set his face like flint. He knew that wasn't true. She couldn't do it. She just couldn't bear to face her husband. He had been hiding his drinking problem and hiding his affair. She suspected as such, but now knew it to be true. It hit her in the face last week, and ever since then she has spiraled deeper into despair. She was alone and despairing more each hour. She felt as if she was done with dealing with it all. It felt as if the devil had won the day. But then she set her face like flint. She knew that wasn't true. 
These could face each new day because of what one man faced long ago. He didn't turn back. He knew what it felt like to be alone. When his close friends couldn't stand by his side, he felt alone. He knew what betrayal was. One of his dear companions and trusted friends was marching toward him. The greatest betrayal in all of history. His friend sold him out to face torment and death. But that man didn't try to hide. He knew about the large crowd with swords and clubs on their way to bind him. He knew they would lead him to a mock trial in which they would bring him to his knees in humiliation, whip him, strike him, and hain him to die a slow and painful death, naked and alone. He set his face like flint and faced that night head on. Rise, he told his sleepy friends as he got up to meet his enemies alone. He walked right up to them. He gave himself up. He allowed them to have their way. It seemed as if the devil had won the day. I love that part of the passion history of Jesus. I love seeing him stand up and walk toward his captors. I love seeing him face that night head-on with divine purpose. Because he did, I know that I can face all the devil's schemes. I know I can face every evil that is against me. God is fighting for me. And he will never turn away from that task. No matter what it takes, he stepped forward in my place to fight my battle. I could never do it. So he did it for me and for all. Because he faced that night, I can face every day. He faced suffering and death for me. But in the end, the earth shook. The rocks split. The tomb his lifeless body had rested in became an eternal symbol of victory. Sin, death, the devil, all defeated. Each day begins now with his resurrection victory over all my enemies. You see, you never need to feel helpless and alone when it is the Lord who helps you. Listen to these words of the Christ prophesied in Isaiah chapter 50. All who trust in him can now echo these words with divine purpose and with a face set like flint against the enemies of God. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Because the Sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore I have set my face like flint, and I know I will not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who then will bring charge against me? Let us face each other. Who is my accuser? Let him confront me. It is the Sovereign Lord who helps me. We'll close with a song by Chris Dreisbach from his album, Jesus Wins. This is called, My Son. As soon as Jesus was baptized He came up out of the water At that moment Heaven was opened And the Spirit of God descended 
It is proper for us to do this To fulfill all righteousness, he said And a voice from heaven said This is my son is my son whom I love for all of those who are baptized have clothed themselves in Christ and it's a little gift from heaven as far as the light is blind with water and word on head and heart the father calls out with joy this is my son whom I love with whom I'm well pleased for all of those who are baptized have clothed them in Christ We were therefore buried with Him through our baptism into death just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of God that we too may live we too may have new life If we've been united like this Like this into His death We will surely be united Like this with Him Into His resurrection I have fought the good fight I have finished the race Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness Which the Lord will reward me Well done, my son, whom I love With whom I'm well pleased For all of those who This is my son with whom I'm well pleased For all of those who are baptized Have clothed themselves in Christ Have clothed themselves in Christ You have been listening to Canaan Bound Podcast, episode number 145.
This episode was first shared in April of 2019. I'm Tom Barthel. Thanks for joining us for this episode. We encourage you to visit a Wells ministry location nearest you. Visit wells.net. And you can find more about the artist and segments featured in this podcast by visiting canaanbaumpodcast.com. And remember his promised rest.